Hello and welcome to the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast. My name is Kale. I am incredibly influential. And I am Maxwell. And I am highly successful. Uh, today is Wednesday, the 6th of December. I hate the word 6th. 6th. You know? 6th. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to get the X and then transition into the T, right? It's like, um, it's like desks where you have to s- k- s- and it's, it's terrible. It's annoying. Um, well, yeah. I mean, to open, yeah. to open, I, w- I want to read a conversation we had in <laughs> right before we started recording. Um, would you would you like to would you care to read your parts and I'll read my parts? You want to read this yes, private conversation between you and me? It's hilarious. On the podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I'll let you do it since this is your idea. <laughs> so today at twelve fifty. Set in space G space up now, and then I sent him the link to the recording session, and he said, "Okay, just gotta hit up the bathroom first. I said in all caps, "Based, I might too." That was also in all caps. That's right. <laughs> Next thing he says, "Epic three C's." <laughs> I come back and I say, "Piss was successful." I yeah, there we go. <laughs> So if, if you ever wanted to know what our what our DMs are like, that's what it's like on Discord. And then on Instagram Reels, it's um uh it's it's me sending you Instagram Reels like 99% of the time and then on Tuesdays I send him the link to the show and tell him to put it on his story. And I don't even know if he does it half the time. I'm it's like a mystery. I'm like, I'm 80% sure he doesn't because I would, I would see, I would know. I would know. I'm very observant. Um, I'm, I'm very observant. Uh, yes. says the person who, uh, didn't know for about a year, uh, that his friend had transitioned, literally changed their username in my Twitch chat and everything. And I just had no idea that they transitioned. So that's, you know, Go me. I'm I'm really smart, as it turns out. Hey, you know, we all find out in our own time, so... I, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I guess. I guess. But, um... I have Ligma. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very Ligma sad. Ligma balls. Terminal case. It's awful. Yeah. But, um... Speaking of Ligma... I have been, I don't know if you've been paying attention. Have you been watching my streams lately on Tuesdays and Saturdays? Uh, you've been playing Tomb Raider? N- uh, no, that that was done a while ago, actually. I think that was done last month. Oh. Um, How fast was that to beat? Two streams. Two streams. Are you serious? Yeah. Is two... it a short game? Uh, about eight to ten hours. Okay. Eight hours, I would say. Or, I mean, yeah, more like six to eight. That is kind of um, short. It was like two f- four-hour sessions, I think. And I just... Bam, bam. Uh, just knocked it out real quick. It's 
it is a short game. It's not it's not the longest story mode game, but it was it was done really quick because I, I really like that game, or at least I remember really liking that game. I think it wasn't as good as I remember it being, but it was pretty good. Um, yeah, let me just let me just do some quick math real quick, and then I'll I'll tell you exactly how long it was. Uh, do do do. Uh, 11, 12, 13. So 13 divided by two. Yeah, it's about eight hours. But it was good. I was talking about something else, though. Um, uh, Super Mega Baseball 3. Have you been Have you been watching that? Super Mega Baseball 3. I can't say that I have. Okay, so every... This this is now a plug. This is now me self advertising. So there you go. Merry Christmas. Um, every uh, Tuesday and Saturday, I um, at at eight thirty p.m. Eastern, seven thirty p.m. Central, I play um, Super Mega Baseball Three with just the best team ever. It's called the Dragons, and every single player is some kind of Ligma joke, right? So we have Larry Ligma, um, Sophia Sugma, Pat Mahiney, uh, our starting, one of our starting pitchers is Watts Updog. Um, it's, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's actually just the best thing ever. I'm so proud of myself for that. I don't, I don't know why, but I am so proud of myself for that. I mean, it's a cool sounding name for a game oh the 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 actual game itself super mega baseball i mean your names are cool too man you know go off (laughs) i i really like super mega baseball i think i think of the baseball games i think super mega baseball is up there yeah what i really like about it is there's not really like like it's not like a realistic art style it's more cartoony and caricature-ish you know all the all the men are like big chins and all that shit and all the women are like you know super like tiny skinny you know cartoonish big eyes that sort of thing right but it still plays realistically right there's not really any like super special abilities it's just sort of like the closest you get is like um, for example, our catcher is an RBI man. So whenever someone's on like second or third base, he gets like a buff to his like uh, hitting stats, right? Like he he can hit better. Because uh, right. yeah, so that's like as, as close as it gets to like an actual like special ability type thing. So it's sort of like backyard baseball, which had like all the power ups and all that sort of silly stuff, right? And it had the cartoonish art style versus mlb the show which has no power-ups no anything just plain realistic and it's like a good middle ground between the two i think it's great i've i've actually been having a great time doing it i actually thought it wasn't gonna pop off like it did um like views wise but it actually last last night as we're recording this um it was really 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 big stream we got like 60 something as of right now, the the VOD 
in, including all the views that we had during the stream has like 60 60 70 views which is nice. just phenomenal yeah i yeah we played and we played three games last night normally i only play like one or two but like just everyone was was popping off so we're up to game six now uh or we we played game six we're up to game seven um as of now so we'll be playing game seven on saturday and then as this goes up we'll probably be doing game nine or game ten but yeah all of our all of our games are in our twitch highlights uh and then on tuesdays and saturdays at like normally when i would put out a video uh on my youtube channel um i do i put up one of those games over on youtube so it helps me like stretch out me being able to put a youtube video out every day because let me tell you putting out a youtube video every day fucking it's a lot of work it's yeah. it's it's crazy even when you don't have to like edit any of them if they're just like you know they're just like twitch highlights still you gotta you gotta put in a lot of uh time to like go in there and like get it ready and and put it out there you know because i do all my own thumbnails even though it's yeah. not really like all that much effort but it's like yeah so if I mean, you're gonna be a youtuber being a content creator and making your own original stuff takes it takes work yeah oh speaking of which i put out uh a couple of youtube shorts today i've decided we're gonna do that we're gonna we're, we're gonna put out some youtube shorts of whatever episode there was uh this week and we're, we'll we'll put those out over on uh youtube i nice. reckon that'll probably drive some traffic over there hopefully you know it's yeah. it's anyone's guess you know i'm not a i'm not a youtube algorithm uh mathematician Otherwise, I'd have a million subscribers by now. But <laughs> it works, you know. Like it, it should work. I'm. I I just want to say, you know, a first of all, by the way, this is this is so this is your fortieth episode. By the way. Wow. Yeah. How does that How does that feel? I feel old, but when do I not? Right. Yeah, you're like twenty three. You're fucking ancient. I am not 23. Not yet. You're close enough. You're closer to 23 than you are 21. Yes. How's that feel? So that doesn't mean you have to say I'm 23. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're closer to 30 than you are to 10. So basically, you're a 50-year-old man. There you go. <laughs> basically, you belong in a fucking nursing home. Let's I don't be real agree here. with this. No. <laughs> I, uh... I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that old. <laughs> Oh, the, the senile old man wants to wants to <laughs> wants to argue. Okay, time to take your meds, Grandpa. Jeez, but um, yeah. So this is your fortieth episode. Wow. Um, in five more episodes, you will have done. Uh, wait, hang on. I need to. I need to. I need to check this. I need to check my math here. Check uh, your backlog. Yeah. In five more weeks, you will have done as many episodes as Danny did. So wow. how how's that? Right? That's crazy. That's crazy to me. I think it's cool getting to know Danny, who uh Yeah. You know. Yeah, on, on atop the table, you guys um Well, you guys first met when we did that script reading. By the way, we need to go back to doing those. Those were fun. Right. Did, you were there for Megamind, right? Uh, I think I was. Yeah. Sounds I, sounds like. 
something I was there for. Yeah, I I remembered that. That one was that one was fun. Mega Mega was fun, and um, I really liked our Star Wars one, even though that one took like three hours to get through. Yeah, like a, it was really <laughs> funny. It's longer than the movie. Oh, by a country mile. By a country mile, it was longer than the movie, but it was awesome. That was great. I I really enjoyed doing that one. I really liked reading it with people who like never watched Star Wars before. Yeah, and <laughs> that was your Han Solo a... impression was fucking phenomenal, might I well, say. Thank you. That was, yeah. I, I, you were born to play Han Solo. I, I, I remembered how excited you were to play Han Solo. You were like, oh, can I do Han Solo, please? I'm like, all right, sure. Let's, you know what? Go for it. And, and you brought that. And I was like, holy shit. This is amazing. Yeah, was, that was super fun. I did yeah. like that a lot. I got to be Princess Leia. You did. That was that was my favorite. You got to you got to do your thing. So yes. sass talk a bunch of people. Can somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? I, uh, Princess Light had some great lines. God, I miss Carrie Fisher. I miss Carrie Fisher. Yeah. As a recurring topic on this fucking show, death is cringe. Death is hella cringe. Yeah. Everyone should just be immortal. Speaking of which, did you hear the FDA just uh, did like a really big step in approving this drug that's going to um, increase the lifespan of large dogs? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So hopefully that comes out within um, Buster's lifetime because I'm going to I'm going to give that to him because um, as of so, so here's Buster? some bummer news. Here's some bummer news. Okay. Um, we had a dog from about when I was like seven or eight to about last week. She, we finally had to put her down cause she was like riddled with cancer and like, just like a lot of just old, just, yeah, oh, everything was going wrong with her. And it was that's really crazy. Sad. That dog's been around for so long, 13 years old. She was, and, and we finally put her down, but I got to see her over Thanksgiving. I gave her a long goodbye. Cause I knew, I knew she wasn't going to make it to Christmas, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm glad I got to say goodbye to her. Cause that's sweet. Yeah. I'm, I miss her. And so FDA, if you're listening to this, you better make sure that fucking drug makes it to the market. Okay. Yeah, I'm no longer asking. I'm no longer asking. Okay. Well, it wouldn't have even worked on her. Cause she was only like a, like a 35 pound enough. dog. No, 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 no. It's for, um, it's for like large, large dogs. Cause you know, large dogs don't live. As long as small dogs, like large dogs, only make it to about like maybe ten. Yeah. But like Chihuahuas can live to be twenty. You know, like you can get a Chihuahua when you get a uh, uh, like when you bring your baby home, and the Chihuahua will be alive when you send that kid off to college, right? Chihuahuas live forever, and also they're evil. I I think they only <laughs> live so long because they're powered by spite, right? They're just. The most hateful ass dogs in the world. Fucking dachshunds are too, right? When I was a when I was like a little 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 kid, I was like uh, two or three years old. My mom would leave me with a babysitter who had just this like mean ass dachshund, right? And you could tell like that that cocksucker had like uh, he'd seen some shit and he was just a villain, just an absolute menace. And he would like. 
yeah just just an absolutely evil dog he's like you cocksucker you think you can come into my home and take over my life no and he would just be just evil that fucking son of a bitch so i don't like dachshunds anymore because of because of that not after that no yeah so for the last 18 years of my life i've not liked dachshunds um how often have you had to deal with one thankfully not very often thankfully not very often but yeah not a fan not a fan anymore i must i must say i don't know if it was just that one that was an asshole or if they all are but he's a mean mean motherfucker and i don't like him Hmm. but you know what fuck it we ball fuck it we ball how about that um but i i yeah I'm, i'm really glad that Hopefully we'll be getting that drug to make large dogs live longer because that's like the only problem with getting a large dog other than the slobber and the poop and the food and the hair. And (laughs) okay. Maybe there's a lot of problems with getting a large dog, but still uh, I would say large dogs are better than small dogs on the whole. And Mm -hmm. that's like the main drawback. So I would I'm really glad that this drug is going to go to market relatively soon because death fucking sucks and losing a dog is fucking awful. Yeah. Know? And small dogs, they got it easy. They do. They do got it easy. Other than the fact that um if you live in the south, right, uh gators will just walk right up to your fucking small dog and just and just walk right away. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. So fucking gators, gators. Gators don't really like to go after, like, human adults. But, um, but they love children, small dogs. Children and small dogs are in the most danger of alligators. So the more you know, if you're if you're in the South, um, yeah, just watch your children and your small dogs around alligators. Um, because it's usually illegal to kill them, right? Like... I, th- I think we talked about this before, but it's, like, illegal to kill alligators most of the time. Like, you can't hunt them or anything, and you have to prove, like, self-defense. And I think that's bullshit. Like, we're farming them. We are farming them for meat and leather, right? Like, I should be able to kill a wild one. Like, come on. Let's be real here. Yeah, but it's, it's so I don't know. It it don't make sense. This country respects alligators more than it respects people. Like it does. human beings. It does. I should be able if an alligator looks at me funny, I should be able to drop a seven pound, uh, uh, bomb, in its fucking nest and blow up all of its babies, and then uh shoot it with a fifty caliber machine gun. You know, like if it looks at me funny, that that gator needs to be wiped off the map, right? Exactly. I, I'm glad you agree. Yes. Wipe them out. All of them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was hoping you'd say that. Um, but uh, don't... The, the ones you really have to worry about are American crocodiles, not American alligators. Um, what the fuck are the crocodiles? <laughs> they are... Uh, so everywhere from, like, South Florida, uh, they're in Cuba, Puerto Rico... Uh, both sides of Hispaniola. Um, they're not much on the Gulf side of Mexico, like on the um, northeast Mexico from like Texas down. 
they're not really there but once you get to like yucatan they're all over it um ev- basically every country south of mexico in central america they're all over that um and on the west side of mexico mysteriously enough like on the baja side they're they're all the way up there but they are far more aggressive than american alligators so i would i would um watch i would watch out for them but yeah they're they're assholes um they're they're less aggressive than other crocodiles but they're still just absolute dicks um and if you do see one uh if if you can't tell the difference uh crocodiles are more pointy and alligators are more rounded um and also the one that's uh biting your leg off right now is probably a crocodile yeah Uh, but you know don't get too close if that's if you're just trying to check yeah, there's something about the teeth too, but you'd have to be really close to be able to notice that. Just go by the shape of their snouts. Um and then, yeah. Uh, if you're in the south, just literally carry a, a just try not to die. Yeah, exactly. Just carry like like multiple handguns on you. Um and just as soon as you're as soon as you see one, just like whip it out and just blam 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 blam. And then come up with a cover story about how it tried to attack you. And hope they don't bring the uh, fucking CSI to, like, analyze the, like, the gunshot angles and, like, the shell casings and all that sort of shit. So, hopefully they won't bring the CSI on you, but, you know. (laughs) What if they were crocodiles, too? What what, if the CSI were crocodiles? I mean, crocodile scene investigators? It's like, they've been, um... The reason there's so many protections again for them is because they're all crocodiles. Oh, all right. So it's like um, instead of a lizard people government, we have a crocodile people government. Exactly. You know what? You know what? I'm liking this. I'm 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 picking up what you're putting down. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. I'm I'm. I think uh, if if you don't hear from us after this episode goes live, I think you know what happened. You know what think- happened. I think you know to follow the clues and and we we've laid out the trail for you and you can uh you you can you can figure it out yourself okay there you go the uh, the crocodile people government tried to uh silence us but you know you guys you guys are smart enough you know the you know the deal I believe in you I think you can you can finally sort this out you know we 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 were the ones who uh we laid out this jigsaw puzzle we did the edges and now you guys just have to fill in the center okay there you go you know we did the easy part now it's up to you yeah you just gotta fill in our center i think it would be really funny i think ew ew see this when when people meet maxwell i don't think they they like understand that he just says the fucking grossest innuendos, right? What you the think fuck? that would be me. Well, you know it is you. It's rubbing no. off. Ew! <laughs> Maxwell, I'm not rubbing off roll. on you. I'm not rubbing off on you, okay? There's no rubbing off on anyone on this podcast. There's no hostile work environment other than the one where I call Maxwell a dickhead every five minutes. You know that. Yeah, that that's does just happen. the part of the. That's part of the job. Yeah, that's not. That's not a, a sexual harassment hostile work environment. That's just a normal hostile work environment. You know, we don't don't got to worry about that. No, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So uh, yeah. uh That's a personal matter. Exactly. Exactly. Um Oh wait wait wait. So we uh, so a group of us. Um, if, if you're familiar, we just dropped our first episode of Atop the Table uh, on Monday. Very excited about that. Um, this well, not this Monday that this is coming out, but as we recorded this. Um, very excited about that. Very happy to finally have that out in the world because we've been working on that for a while. But yeah. after Atop the Table, a couple of us guys do this thing on my channel called uh the hive mind uh, uh or like the hive mind plays and um <laughs> uh i speaking of hostile work environment i i often say that in the hive mind discord server i am the least autistic person in there the z- number one least autistic person in that discord server is me is that true i yes i do often say that yes well, I, I know you often say it. I'm asking if the but statement is, is true. Um, as a psych major, I feel I am qualified to say yes, without a shadow of a doubt. Least autistic person in there. Um, what yeah. psych majors can't be a little bit autistic? No, I'm just saying, based on the symptoms, I am the least autistic. Because <laughs> uh, with you and and Danny. You the the issue you both have is uh, executive functioning. Y'all motherfuckers yeah. are Check it huge procrastinators. Check it out. It's on my it's on my diagnosis. It is. It is. I earned that. He by did. Being he, incredibly low functioning. He chicken dinnered that shit. He he didn't. It was not given to him on a silver platter. He fucking earned that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. But who's got extra time on tests? I do. Hell yeah! I don't have to do that. <laughs> I don't have to do that at all. I get done in 10 minutes. I had a, what was it? A, like a 50 question test in management. Last one I took was like 50 question test. Got it done in 10 minutes. And I think I scored an 88 on it. Nice. And I got it. Uh, and because all the questions were student made, she threw out a couple of them. So I got it like curved up to like a 91. So I'm fucking, I'm on fire. I'm on a roll. Call me Butter, because I'm on a roll. Um, but yeah, you and Danny both have shit time management. Um, well, we're your people. <laughs> you, you are. You are. You know, I'm, I am your, your I really guide. connect with Danny in that way. Yeah. You know, and, when, whenever we get around to it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll figure it out. You have to clear your schedule for the next month in order to get it done. But you know you'll you'll figure it out at some point. Uh, but yeah, you you and Danny have have crap time management, and then I ha- I'm I will say that my autism is that I'm too good at time management to where yeah. I'm. Well, that that can just as easily be another symptom of autism. No, it's but true. like, but it makes me good. It it makes me too powerful, right? Well, <laughs> I sh- I'm too early. I will be. Uh, I will be early to my own fucking funeral, right? I'll be in the casket like a month before I die, right? I'll just be like, you know what? I don't want to be late. I'm just, I'm just gonna chill out in here for a while, you guys. Yeah, but... I'd be the opposite. They'll like forget to put me in the casket. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, be a like... closed casket funeral. I'll be like, damn, he must have got fucked up. And then, then there'll like... be like a hearse that comes in halfway through my funeral, funeral, 
and they'll be like, we forgot the body. Yeah, in the surface. <laughs> and they just like yeet you in there, your fucking arm falls off. Yeah. And it's just like, I, damn. I want that funeral music, though, you know? That one that they had for that one guy in Africa. Oh, yeah, with the with the dancing pallbearers. Right. Yeah. It, do I do I get to be one of the pallbearers? I don't I don't have I already don't have a death as glorious as that guy because I don't have that song. What would you, all right all right? How about instead of Paul bearers, you had Paul brothers, and Jake and Logan Paul uh, carried your casket around. Uh, uh, I would say like burn my body. And you, you, don't invite anyone to my funeral. <laughs> so, so you wouldn't you you wouldn't want that? I would want that. No, I don't want any of them. I really, I really want nothing to do with those people. Okay, so I should I should get them for a funeral. Okay, got it. No, please don't. I I I feel like this is one of those like, uh, oh no, don't get me a gift. It's fine. But you actually want a gift? I feel like this is like that. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's like, please, me, but you really shouldn't. I would actually not, appreciate it more if you didn't. You're not a burden, Maxwell. It's okay. You know who are? The Paul brothers. So we should not give them any more attention. Yeah. I I, uh, I might agree with that, actually. A little wow. bit. Based. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I would agree with that, and yeah, they are they are kind of assholes. Which one do you think is worse, by the way? Before we go to Logan. the ad break, Logan. Logan. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much worse you can get than like going to a suicide forest, filming uh someone's body, and then putting it on the internet for like platforming yourself <laughs> like really you can't just leave someone alone who like just just like went through a horrible life experience i you know it's just really sad and not uh not respectful so i don't know i don't know what jake did he's just like annoying <laughs> but i'm sure he's got his own thing that you can get upset at him about for uh he made it's everyday bro which i would argue is probably on the level of the suicide forest thing <laughs> i don't think it's close but okay but what about what about his whole music career because that's not his only song i know that's just the song that he got attention for you know i mean england is my city yeah that that yeah come on come on it's pretty close he uh he really i feel like because he did that he started this whole trend of like these uh this trope of like music videos with like uh scantily clad women and you know uh Cars. I don't think there's any scantily uh, clad women in that video. Is it just children? In 
in uh in it's everyday bro yeah he has no, like... the only the only woman who's in that video if i recall correctly is like uh one of the like the token chick member of team 10 right uh and, yeah, and she right. like actually gets a verse yeah there's no like you have a, or you anything. have a good memory of this I, just... I am cursed with knowledge. I remember everything. Every cringe thing that has ever happened on the internet, I remember it. Okay? Well, he's still doing the thing that's like stand in front of your car and speak to the camera. <laughs> oh yeah, a hundred percent. But I don't I don't I don't know. I just is this what creative filmmaking is yes. for a music video um he's or... actually a, a genius he's he's actually um the next spike jones of i mean of... it has 298 million views how many how many dislikes versus how many likes that's the real question well you can't really check that yeah you can do you not have that chrome extension no i would have to get a chrome extension to yeah. see it's yeah. I I have that Chrome extension on everything. Just, um, like why are there so many extra steps to just get accessible information, or just like should what should be accessible information? Because YouTube wants to um, uh, prevent their uh, uh, their advertisers from getting embarrassed. So, like uh, for example, um. Like when Nintendo drops like an advertisement a week after like doing some horrible like copyright striking a bunch of Nintendo YouTubers or whatever the fuck, and they get dislike bombed, um, uh, they came crying to YouTube. I I don't think it was them specifically, but that's just like an example of a company doing something stupid and then getting dislike bombed. Um, like they would like uh, the advertisers would go to youtube and they'd be like wait we're getting dislikes can you make it that they don't see it anymore and so youtube was like oh fine because we don't want to hurt our our bottom line so they got rid of fucking dislikes so now you can only like videos you know publicly unless you get that chrome extension which i recommend for everyone but because the majority of people only watch youtube from the youtube app they can't use that Chrome extension. So now... Yeah, here's the better advice. Get off YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Go touch... No, no. Hey, we post on YouTube now, Maxwell. Stay yeah. on YouTube and go watch our videos. You know? Go go watch, go watch more podcast episodes on YouTube. And also subscribe. And also like. And also comment. And also um, share it. And also add it to your favorites. Um, does anything else add it to the algorithm? I don't think so. Oh, watch it for long periods of time. You have to you have to keep watching it. You can't just watch it for like five seconds, like, comment, and subscribe, and then leave. You have to you have to keep watching it. So watch the whole video. There you go. Um, and also don't don't uh don't skip through our ad reads, which is what we're going to do right now. Goodbye. This episode is sponsored by Liquid IV the number one powdered hydration brand in America. 
We've been partnering with them all summer, and I've been using it to beat the heat through some of these particularly nasty heat waves. While it was scorching hot outside, I was staying cool and refreshed with Liquid IV and their 12 delicious flavors. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you twice as fast and far more efficiently than water alone, and it also contains five essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks without any GMOs, gluten, dairy, or soy. Liquid IV is also committed to equitable access to clean water worldwide, partnering with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions with communities that protect both their water and their futures, and donating 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code IIHSPODCAST, all one word, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code IIHSPODCAST, again, all one word, at liquidiv.com. Thank you again to Liquid IV for partnering with us. This episode has been generously sponsored by skunknuggetparenting.com, run by my own talented mother. Parenting is hard. Sometimes kids and parents are like night and day. It can be very hard to get on the same page with them, and a lot of parents have anxiety that maybe they're doing it all wrong. Luckily, there is a service out there that can help. Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions is a company that provides parent coaching services, resource referrals, and psychological profiling, along with 24-7 phone and text access in an all-virtual program. Plus, the first consultation is free. In order to get this amazing service please visit skunknuggetparenting.com. That is skunknuggetparenting.com. Thank you to Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions for sponsoring this episode. Thank you all for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, I, I almost... So, in between, <laughs> we went into the, to the, to the new room for the second recording, <laughs> And Maxwell came in, and the first thing he said was, Hello, everybody. My name is Markiplier. And I I almost just said that. You were going to say it. I almost I, had you. I was so close. I was so close. But you know what? I pulled through. I'm here. I, I saved it. I saved myself. You still brought it up, so I think I won. I think you can go suck a dick. How about that? Uh, there you go. You can, you can go. You can go do that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna talk about? Let's 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 figure that out. Um. Oh, wow, what a great time. To try shut up! Don't worry out. about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're there's so many interesting things in our lives. We're really we're so interesting. We're, you know, we do... Oh, shit! It's the last week of classes. Before finals. I suppose. Yeah. How, I, how are you I've had my that? last week of classes. I don't have any more classes. Oh, is it just finals now? I don't even have finals. So you're just done? No, I have, like, two assignments due during finals week. Okay, but they're not, like, finals finals? Exactly. Alright. Isn't this your last semester? No. Oh, next semester is your last semester. Yeah. I forgot about that. 
Yeah. I'm trying to graduate like a normal student for years. Dude, I'm going to be here for another three years, man. I'm not getting yeah. out until 2026. A lot of my, my friends bachelors. are. A lot of my friends are like, kind of doing something like that. They're like, oh, I'm not done with school yet, but you know, I have 60 fucking credits, and I'm still like before I even count this uh this semester, I have 60 fucking credits. Why the fuck? Am I going to be here until 2026? It doesn't make any sense. This includes fucking summer classes, right? This is including summer classes. What the fuck is going on? Why am I going to be here so long? How many do you need to graduate? I have no idea, but I had enough to get my associates, and then I took another semester there. And then I come here, and I'm fucked. Why? 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 I'm a junior right now. I'm a junior right now. I'm going to be a fucking super senior for three years, man. I mean, if that's what the school requires, I don't think... I don't don't understand how it's like that. Like, if I'm taking five classes a semester, plus classes in the summer... They want your money. They do. They absolutely do. And this is why people didn't want to come here... And instead went to UIUC or fucking whatever here? the fuck. Because they gave me a goddamn scholarship and UIUC didn't accept me. Well, scholarship is not paying money. <laughs> I mean, I'm still saving $2,500 a year. So, you know what? At the end of the three years that I'm going to be here, I'll be able to buy like. Nothing actually, because seventy five hundred dollars is nothing. You can't even get a doctor to spit on you in a hospital for seventy five hundred dollars. You know, so what the fuck am I gonna do with that? Like, I don't know. I guess life will tell. Yeah. Fuck. I want to die. <laughs> I want to die. Yo. Um. Yeah. This shit sucks. Don't make the same mistakes I did. Don't double major. Don't go to college. Drop out of college. Um, sucking dick for nickels would probably be a more rewarding. No, for nickels would be a more rewarding experience than what I'm doing. Nickels right is now. money. I know, but I'm not talking about like when you say sucking dick for money. You know, people assume like, oh, like uh, 50, 60 bucks. No, 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 no. Nickels, like one nickel. For a blowjob would be more rewarding than whatever it is that I'm doing at Western right now. It's so it's so hard. Ah, uh, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. We'll live. Okay. You know what? We'll live. Um. Yeah. At least you're getting out soon. You know. Yeah. I have to like figure out what i'm doing like my landlord has like sent me uh a re- like a message or a contract to renew the lease mm-hmm. and that implies that i'm staying in binghamton for another year and i don't really know if i'm doing that so are you changing schools or well i'm graduating <laughs> in 
spring in May, right? Yeah, the renewal for like the next year. Well, why don't you tell him no? Write me up a contract that lets me stay until June. And then well, I'm already got... going to stay here till June. Yeah. So the contract is for like the entire next year. Oh, okay. But your contract right now is until June. Correct. Okay. Then well, I'm you've like... still got July and August to. Well, have you started applying to grad schools? No, but I I probably will. I just you like need to. I don't. <laughs> I need to. You 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 need to start as soon as grades come in from this semester, if not sooner, right? As soon as you can right. get a transcript from this semester. I just I just have no idea what I would do for grad school right now. I have to like look at my options. And then I thought you need to get a a, a master's in uh, uh for to do social work. I I thought wouldn't that be a master's of psychology? Um, I don't, what do you mean? I thought you were getting a master's in psychology. I'm getting a doctorate in psychology. I'm getting a PhD. What the fuck are you going to (laughs) do with all of that? I'm going to, so by the time I get it, I'll be a 50 year old man. So hopefully I'll be able to make enough in 20 years to retire because on the fucking career trajectory I have right now, that's how long it's going to take. Jeez. Yeah, I fucking know. Yeah, I 50 years know. old? You're going to be in school till you're 50? You're going to be the oldest student in class. With Not at this school. With how long it fucking takes to get a degree here. Goddamn. But, yeah. Uh, I'm not getting my uh, doctorate here. They don't have the graduate... They don't have the uh, PhD programs that I like. So I'm going to try and get into a different school for that. But... Yeah, I need my uh I need my masters somewhere. So, I don't know. But yeah, is, by the time I get my masters, I will likely what be What is your life goal? For my life goal? Years? Um uh At least degree goal after <laughs> after the next fucking Yeah, it it will probably be about another um 7 years before I'm out of school, realistically. And I hate that. I hate that so much. But uh, I would like to, with the rest of my 20s, the, the, the few brief years left that I have in my 20s, after I'm out with my doctorate, I would like to uh, use some of the capital that I've been acquiring in some of my uh, other business ventures. This one, streaming, uh, real estate, the other podcast, um, I would like to sort of get those together, and then um, hopefully, I what I ideally would like to be doing is I would like to create a research lab um, or like a, like a research foundation that can like do research on like psychology and that sort of thing. Um, and like where the, like the best and brightest minds can like come here and like they can do work and like, uh, get like access to all of the things that they can really, um, 
like do the work and not have to worry about like resources and shit like that. Um, because a lot of in in psychology, there are certain conclusions. I, I would say in science, there are certain conclusions that some people don't want you to make. You know, there, there, there are some connections and some conclusions that mainstream science doesn't want you to make. And yeah. why is that? Um, for example, right. Um, a lot of people would oppose any research to find if there was like a gay gene, for example, right. If there was like a certain gene that you could have that made you gay, I think a lot of people would try and stop you from finding it because if you could find it, then certain people would, you know, genetically modify their kids or, um, like screen their kids at least if they have that gene and, you know, they would, you know, do certain things to that. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I see what you mean. Like the, the risk yeah. of ethics. There are some inconvenient truths that science uh, science and mainstream scientists don't want you to talk about. And I want to create a, a research foundation where you can talk about it and you can do the research and you can keep replicating those experiments and be like, okay, whether the mainstream media and the mainstream uh, uh, science zeitgeist likes it or not, these are facts, right? And you can't oppose it. And this is this is just the truth. So deal with it, right? Well, that's that's not really what like science is, but like you know, we have evidence to support this. Whether you like it or not, we've done X, Y, and Z experiments to prove this. And I I think knowledge for knowledge's sake, not for like not to appease some political entity or to appease the the APA right knowledge for its own sake i think that's that's what i want to pursue so i i want to make the world a better place by making sure that people know more about the world and not just proving the agenda that some people want to make you know because i i believe in equality i believe in all that sort of thing don't get me wrong but there are inconvenient truths that we need to address as a society rather than just ignoring, if that makes sense. Um, Don't you agree? What I'm getting at is you want science to be less about um, I mean, ethics are still important, but I see what you mean that like Ethics uh, are important. Like, like some, perform your some, experiments some ethically. Pro- some purported ethics do hold science back more than the than you know the rationality of the ethics. Yeah, I don't want to like torture anyone. Like we're like perform the experiments ethically, but there are a lot of. But like con- the the reason people don't conduct research on certain things is because like the like there is a uh 
don't know, like people aren't considerate, I guess, of the. In I kind of get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah, it's like um. Yeah, it, it's just it's all about like okay, here's this science, right? Here's the conclusion we reached. I don't care if it offends you or not. This is this is the conclusion we reached. This is the evidence we have. If you want to replicate the the experiment and do it yourself, you can, but this is the evidence we reached. That sort of thing, right? Like there's um yeah, like I said about like the gay gene, like I, I don't think a lot of people would want to know that, so there hasn't been too much research on it. There's been some, but I feel like if if we really like just wanted to know for knowledge's sake, we would have found it by now. Honestly, like like if we wanted to find the cause of gayness, we could. Yeah, um, and we have we have a few theories about it. That's but just I feel the. Like yeah but that's just an example you're trying to use you're exactly you're like, there's yeah. there's other ones um like here here's another really hot button issue that they don't really want us to that, that they don't really want to do like a lot of research on because they're scared of what they might find right is um like iq uh heritability mixed with what ethnicity someone is because we've done a lot of tests on IQ heritability, and the number one predictor of being a high IQ person is if your relatives are. Like, if you have a twin, the the, the twin studies have proven that IQ is heritable, right? Uh, your parents being high IQ is a pretty good predictor, you know? So, there hasn't been a lot of studies based on, like, okay, IQ is heritable how different is iq based on race because if you did make that you know some people would be like see black people are dumb or whatever or like oh white people are smart or asian people are smart and that sort of thing and they would use that for like white supremacy and shit like that but yeah i I think the question should be i think the question should be differently phrased or researched and i i i think there is like a value in finding like research on like i don't know the things that come to my head when you like bring up this idea is like for one cannabis research yes because like it's for whatever reason the government has been like restricting the research of cannabis for scientists which is kind of stupid because it's so, you know, widely used by people and like yeah. not well scientifically understood anyway, just because they don't want scientists to work on it, which really is like, I don't know, the people you should be least concerned with about giving cannabis. That is <laughs> true, for, but at the same For whatever same time, reason they are. Yeah, but at the same time, the cannabis industry is also... Uh, doing paying a lot to bring down any findings about okay here's where pot really is bad for you right like the link between cannabis and schizophrenia there's actually a pretty strong scientific link there but the cannabis industry doesn't want you to know that so i think on both sides there's a lot of people trying to uh control the narrative on there and i want to again 
bring out the facts, right? So that that is something that I would like to look into. Hopefully, I won't have to do that. Hopefully, we'll know more about the facts by the time I have my fucking doctorate. But if that's a thing, like like if we still need to do research on that, then hell yeah, I'm gonna uh, prove that once and for all. You know, I wanna I wanna do the research. I wanna know that if people are gonna put this in their bodies, right? If people are gonna smoke this, people are gonna um, uh, eat edibles and shit. You know, if they're if they're going to let this substance alter their mind, I wanna know if it's healthy for them or is it going to give them paranoia? Is it going to give them schizophrenia? Are they going to get addicted? That sort of thing. I think that's important to look up. Right. And, uh, yeah, there are, like, you know, like, supposed ethical reasons why that research is not done. Yeah. I, I would agree I think with of that. another... I have another example, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, that thing you said about like generationally low IQ but like I think the the like reason for that in a lot of situations could be like food insecurity like people are malnourished and so they're not getting the nutrients they need on a daily basis to like grow (laughs) like children not having proper food security so Maybe research can be done to sh- reflect, I mean, like what, um, you know, not having regular access to food can do to your IQ. Uh, that is true. Um, however, I think, uh, I think nowadays we are like the most food secure, um, group in america like like the, whoa the most, whoa 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 no no no, no we, the we most are not generation i mean well think no, about it right no we are not we are actually not you uh i would i would advise against saying that for you know the for concern of misinforming people but this country is not no no, no have... i'm saying this generation is the most food secure generation like poverty how do you has gone how down. do you no, how do Access you to food how do you no how do you qual, how do you quantify that? Do you quantify that by like white Americans, white American children and their access to food? Because uh, overall, if you look at everyone per capita, they are more likely they're eating more than they did in the 1900s. Right? If you look at a hundred years ago, you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> whoa in the this 1920s people had less access to food than we do now i don't i don't think that that is a, a i don't think that's true you know they're like entire like dead zones of food for people in this country there's like there's actually like a lot a lot of concern for um giving food security to people do you know like um affordable housing is not even accessible like there's there is no county in the united states that has um like access to affordable housing for people in poverty the food research action section or or action center said in 2022, one in eight households 
experience food insecurity. Food insecurity, 1923. I, I'm, I'm going to try and see how many people had... Isn't that a crazy? Isn't that a crazy statistic though? That one out of eight families experience food insecurity in this country. That doesn't mean that we're like a well-off country. <laughs> well, all right. So this is lack of access to an affordable, nutritious diet, right? Which so, is, which is exactly what other way of stating it is there? So I, I think that's doing a lot, right? Like that's like that. The way they said that is doing a lot. I think what? they have access to affordable food, right? Like, uh, you know, you can go to the McDonald's, uh, uh, get something off your fucking dollar menu, but that's not nutritious, right? Like, you're getting food in your stomach. And th- that's what I'm saying, right? Back in back 100 years ago, people weren't eating fucking anything, right? But... When they did eat something, it was generally not, like, processed or whatever. It was normally, like, relatively fresh, right? Like, they were growing shit, right? Or they went to the market, and they got some shit that was grown near them, and they ate it, right? So, overall, people have access to food. It's just not good food, is what I'm trying to say, right? When people are starving to death and people are malnourished, it's not because they're... um it's it's not because they are like struggling to find food period it's that they're struggling to find food that actually uh, uh nourishes them right like does that make sense um i mean not really <laughs> i just i don't i don't think i i understand how just because food is abundant in like like corporations i guess or in that sort of way that it means that people have food security like just because that exists doesn't they don't mean have food have, security people but, that doesn't mean people have a healthy access to food just because I'm those facilities exist language. i'm saying they changed the language around it right when people said they were starving right but that seems that's like crazy because that that like puts the blame and the responsibility of not getting food on the people who can't get it. No, 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 no. I understand. Like I, I'm, a, I'm don't have a lot of income in my household, right? Like my, um, my roommate buys all our groceries. That's, that's our agreement is that she buys all our groceries and she works two jobs and she still struggles to, uh, uh, bring us food that is like of decent quality, right? Like a lot of the stuff we buy is frozen. A lot of the the shit we buy is not all that healthy for us, you know. Like we rarely get, um, like what one of one of the things we got that I was really really like happy about because last we we finally went to Aldi last night, and oh that was a fucking ordeal. Let me tell you, how uh uh okay, but like. Uh, let, let me let me talk about like what we got first. So, so we got some like pork tenderloin, right? Sliced real thin, right? But there was like eight or nine of them, right? Or like maybe like like eight to ten, right? And like I I sizzled them up last night, and I like bit down on them, and I was like, God damn, 
we haven't been able to afford like real meat in a while right a lot of it has just been like frozen shit and it's just not been great but like i i got to eat like a real like pork thing that we bought and it, you know what it was it was really really good because like before when it was me paying for groceries right we couldn't really afford or i couldn't afford uh red meat either right I, like i almost completely cut red meat out of my diet uh because i just couldn't afford it so like now that we're we can afford like some of that and then also her like parents give us some like excess food and, and stuff like that and it's it's really nice so i i get it right like it is not feasible for a lot of people to be able to afford that sort of um thing anymore right um, which like you know yeah people need the the right amount of nutrients especially yeah. if they're like people growing up yeah you know? so what i'm what i'm trying to say is they've changed the nature of the problem to people aren't getting a healthy diet people aren't getting nutritious diet from how it used to be which is people just don't eat anything right like kids are still getting like 2500 3000 calories but it's not nutritious there's not a lot of vitamins right so they're they're experiencing like hypovitaminosis but they're still like obese you know like we still have an obesity crisis here and that trend has gone to other countries as well in america we are no longer the most obese nation in the world anymore because some of these developing countries have experienced the same problems that we're having and they're going through their obesity crisis now so while our obesity is still really bad it's not nearly as bad as all those other countries so now in those countries where people would actually face starvation now they are getting this crappy uh overprocessed food and it's and th they're experiencing the whole another kind of problem right mm -hmm. and i mean i would say that being um malnourished but not starving is probably better than literally just not eating anything for a week right so i think if we're feeding people at all that's still good but we shouldn't let um perfect be the enemy of good right like if that makes sense um i don't know because it's you know what is good <laughs> like we shouldn't we shouldn't be is like, it actually is it actually good the way it is we shouldn't should shut down it? mcdonald's and wendy's and and all these places that give out free food or almost free food it's not like, free it, i mean it's it's really 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 cheap right like you can look on the ground for like pennies and quarters for an hour and have enough to buy uh, a meal from mcdonald's right like that's yeah we shouldn't be like well that that is not like uh sustainable living <laughs> no but is, we shouldn't is... shut down mcdonald's and all these places that serve crappy processed foods just because oh people are, are malnourished right people are, are, well, that's are not, not getting the nutrients that's not they the, need that's not the problem is these places existing it's the flat that's the the fact that people have a lack 
of uh, options. Well, those, so this is going to, this is, we, we have an issue in America now. You want to know another example of where people didn't have options to, um, you know, what they could eat and like, you know, where there were extreme like ramifications in that. Uh, The Weimar Republic in Germany in the 1930s. I was going to bring up uh, Jamaica and the, uh, what is it, the IMF, if you heard about that. No. Uh, essentially, uh, what they did is they took away like import regulations in Jamaica that prevented like imported foods from like entering their market. And mm-hmm. so they flooded their market with imported foods and all all everything that they put on the free market was cheaper than what Jamaica could make. Yes. And dis- and sell in their own community. So yes. they were like actively devaluing their economy by letting the free market loose in their country. Yes. And then um It, it even changed their diet because um, milk became so unprofitable that um, like they don't produce milk in that country anymore. Was it all that profitable to begin with? Because... Well, it was at least sustainable, you know, yeah, like, but at like... least you could make at least you could make milk in that country and make a living. But you could no longer do that because powdered milk in that country was selling at like nine times less than the going rate of milk. Yeah. So uh, I was going to bring that up, right? So right now, how would you say the economy is doing? Um, it's okay. You know, it's been it's been through worse. Yeah. So I'm not so, going to say it's like the worst it's been right now, but I would say that like, you know, the, the effects of the pandemic have not gone away in so, terms of like damage to the economy. Yeah. But if, so if you look at it, it's actually doing really well, but the problem is the prices for things have gone up, but for low level workers, they're getting paid relatively more. But the problem is that comes with the increase of prices on certain goods. But last year, uh, I correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, our president said about last year that inflation was 0%. We had 0% inflation on the dollar, but the prices kept going up. But that's because lower level service workers are getting paid more, right? So middle-class people, and, and people who are like, you know, who go to the grocery store, they're like, oh, no, this economy's fucking awful because they have to pay so much more for this sort of thing, right? So all, if all prices are going up across the board, but like you said, uh, growing things locally and like freshly, you know, that's becoming more and more expensive as well, right? It becomes unsustainable to do that, right? So either... Farmers are going to have to go through like legit poverty 
in order to like create our food if they want to fix the 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 nutrition crisis or we're going to have to like stop making all those processed foods and for a while we're going to be going from people are obese to people are literally starving that's what's going to happen hmm. if we're if we're going to cut down on all those processed foods if we're going to introduce regulations that make it no longer profitable people are going to lose their jobs and people are going to lose access to the food that at least fills their bellies, right? And uh, will will that happen? If we can't produce, uh, if those like processed foods can't be produced, then yeah, because like farmers still have to harvest their crop. They still have to plant their crop. They still have to grow their crop. They still have to harvest it. They have to take it to market. They have to release it and like sell it to. Uh, people who come in and, and ship it to different parts of the world, right? People right. still need to do that. Yes. And so the cost on that, on that fresh food is still going to be very, 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 very high. Even though there's going to I be mean, less processed foods. And I mean, the only reason it would go up is if the cost of doing all of those things um, becomes more expensive, you know? And like, it becomes harder for farmers. Well, that's what I'm saying. To that's what I'm saying. Generate, the cost of like, their doing business is going to stay the same, right? Like, how? Because they're still going to need to grow, uh, plant, grow, ship. But how? How do you? How do you know that their profits are going to just or like, you know, their yeah, what they make is going to remain the same or consistent? No, no, no. I'm saying like the cost of their doing business. The, the, the things they have to do are still the same. So they're still How, going to have to... Well, I, that still doesn't... I'm sorry. That just still doesn't make sense because, like, I don't know. Everything I've I've come to understand is that the, the cost of doing those things continues to go up. It doesn't go down. I mean, it will uh, also do that. It, it will still continue to go up. If people right. are going to need to, like, if they're going to need to, if, like, certain farmers are going to have to be like, okay, well, now that there's no McDonald's anymore, now that there's no, like, uh, goldfish crackers or whatever the fuck, right? Now that there's none of that anymore, we're still going to have to, uh, we're going to have to ship even more out, right? Like, we're going to have to grow even more and harvest even more and sell even more. And it still has to go to all these different places, but there's less of it to go around is my sort of thing. Right. Do you, do you get what I mean on that? Um, yeah, but that's only in the case that like, you know, corporate, uh, food or those sorts of bodies like go down. <laughs> we, that's, that's like, how it has to happen. If but, we want to do that, we need to. We need I know, to say. I, I know. I'm just saying that the current trajectory does not imply that those businesses are, you know, falling out. They're they're probably just consistently on the rise. Yeah, but if the government has to step in and say, "Okay, you can no longer make this kind of food," if 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 we decide that it is enough of a crisis that the government needs to step in and say, "You cannot make food like this." If they have to come in and do that, which I'm not sure they ever will, 
because the food lobby is insane. The farmer's lobby is insane. Like, do you know how many, how much farmers are getting paid by taxes and subsidies per year? It's ridiculous. You think they're like, getting paid through taxes and subsidies? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have you, do you know anyone who's a farmer? No, I don't know anyone who's a farmer. I, so my grandparents were spent like the first 15, 16 years of my life um, with a, with where they, okay, I'm, I'm kind of mixing it up. So they spent about like the first like 12 or 13 years of my life living on a farm and they only just recently got rid of uh, the actual farm itself, right? They only just recently got rid of it and they most of like the money they make right like they're they grew corn and soy right and almost all of the money that farmers make is like subsidies right from the government because it's not a profitable business anymore it's never been a profitable business for like almost their entire lives there's been fucking farm subsidies if the free market had its way there would be no farms and so that's why I'm saying, like, the prices would only go up on farmers if they had to, like, do that shit. Like, they, they would see some more profits if, like, they didn't have to compete with, like, the big, like, if people were buying more fresh food because, like, they had less access to processed food. But there would be less of it to go around because there's, like, only so many farmers and only so much farmland. And a lot of it, uh, a lot of corn is turned into ethanol to turn into gasoline to ship all this crap, right? Or high fructose corn syrup, you know, that sort of thing. A lot of that is, is where that goes to, or feed corn, you know, very little of the corn that people grow is actually for eating, right? Not a lot of people grow like sweet corn. That makes sense. I understand that. So I just don't think that it would be, a very profitable like I, I I think when we start phasing it out I think we won't see that much of a healthy populace I think we'll be trading one problem for another because that processed food say what you will about it it at least gets food in bellies and if we have to rely on fresh food and all that sort of thing it's not gonna like it's not gonna help out but what I will I, say what I, I will I say just... I will say that I don't think the existence of them means that job or that food insecurity doesn't exist in the country. No, no, no. I, it absolutely, it it absolutely does. But again, it it comes back to malnourishment versus starvation is is the problem, right? What is one like less bad than the other? So it's okay to exist in the country. I'm not saying it's okay to exist, but I'm just saying I don't know if there's a way to solve both, like fully. Well, I'm not sure if there's I a think, way. There think, has to be an acceptable I think it's a, level. It's a solution as simple as getting food to people. <laughs> but it's not. It's not simple, right? It's like saying, um, how do you solve housing, right? I saw this on, on, on Twitter. Uh, someone was interviewing a UK politician, right? And they were saying... Um, how do you insist on, or, or like, how, how are you going to make housing affordable in London, right? And he said, well, we're going to make all the housing 100% affordable. And then the, the interviewer says, okay, but how are you going to do that? 
and the guy says, well, we asked a lot of people and they said that luxury, that they can't afford a luxury condo. And like, he doesn't provide any solutions. A lot of people say, okay, let's make housing affordable. Okay. How do you do that? By making housing affordable. Okay. But that's not how it works. You, you, you can't just say, okay, this housing is now affordable. Like you, you, you can't do that. You can't just say like, ta-da, the housing is affordable or ta-da, you have food now. What I will I say, what I will I say about food point. is, um, have you ever seen those programs where they give out, um, or like the, the programs or the websites where like they go to grocery stores, right? And if they have produce that like looks sort of weird, but is edible or like produce that's like about to like, it's been out a little while, but it's still edible. Um, like that sort of thing. Have you ever seen those? And then they like, uh, you can like subscribe to like get some of those or like they take it to like the food pantries and stuff like that. Cause I think right. that's actually a really, a like an actual good idea. If you want to make it affordable, just like give people the, the produce that looks weird, but is still edible and it's still like fresh and give them that at like a really reduced rate. And I think that's, uh, cause like if the grocery stores were going to, um, use it right like like it would just be like a net loss they would just have to like throw it out right but like if people are eating it at like a reduced cost right like people who can't afford normal produce can get that and they're still getting nutrients and they're still getting like food and stuff. i think that's and it's still more nutrition, you that's know still like brings up the same problem about how, I'm, like, I'm just saying that any that's food, like an, any food does not mean it's good f- food for people who don't have access to food. I know, but I'm saying like, that's when people talk about like, Oh, we need to give people food. A lot of them don't have solutions. I was saying that is an actual solution that appears to actually be working. Right. Like on first glance, that appears to actually be a solution that works is to like give people produce that like looks a little ugly, but you know what? You can still eat it. And like reducing the cost based on that. I think uh kudos to whoever came up with that idea but i i i think that's an actual partial band-aid solution so if we can come up with more band-aid solutions like that we can reduce the problem but at the end of the day can we really make it a zero percent thing well i think not believing in that being possible is uh already accepting defeat that's but here's what i'm saying right don't let perfect be the enemy of good so i think people need to support solutions that are good but not perfect because if you keep waiting for a solution that is perfect you're never going to get anywhere so go work at your local food pantry go um donate your cans or um that sort of thing go do that because that at least helps a little bit you know it's true that is true so if more people uh everyone is always waiting in 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 politics in general everybody wants big sweeping change right everybody wants a big sweeping change that solves all the issues right and not a lot of people have the patience to sit around and wait as like incremental change does real good work 
but it takes a while and it doesn't solve all the issues immediately. Not a lot of people want to vote for that. Not a lot of people are like, oh, that's, that's, you know, that's not sexy enough. So we don't want to vote for that. I say, you know, as we're going into the primaries, uh, as you know, in, in 2024, uh, one third of the Senate is up for reelection. Uh, all, all the house representatives are up for reelection and we're having a presidential election. I think an important thing to look at before we go in the big red button, because we do need to do that still. Um, but I think an important thing to keep in mind as you go into the primaries, right. Is to be like, okay, you know, not, nothing is ever going to be solved by one big sweeping change, right? The only thing that's going to happen is incremental good changes. So if someone is promising you, like, we're going to solve child, uh, childhood hunger in this country, they have no fucking plan. But if they say, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to invest this much money into this, that is going to uh, raise access to food by, like, 3%, right? And we're going to keep doing this year by year. And they have, like, the numbers planned out. That's who you want to vote for. So don't vote for someone who is just going to give you empty platitudes. Vote for someone who has an actual fucking plan. You know? Like, um, for example, right? Uh, I'll give an example and then we'll go to the big red button. But um, uh, an example of this is, like, Biden. He was like, we're going to cancel all the student loan debt, right? So... He did a thing, he forgave all the student loans, and then the Supreme Court went in and said, no, you can't do that. And that was it. And then people turned on Biden for that. And it's like, no, you try and solve things with a a big sweeping change and it doesn't work. But his new programs that have been like forgiving like small amounts of student debt are working. People are, are getting those. People are like actually seeing relief from that. But nobody talks about that. People only talk about, well, he didn't forgive the student loans, so we need to not vote for him. And that's the issue. Yeah, so, I guess we won't talk about the Supreme Court's responsibility in this. Yeah, and also nobody talks about that. No, none of the fucking uh, burnouts, the, the fucking Bernie supporters will talk about that. No, they'll just say, oh, no, it was Biden's fault. How the fuck yeah. was it Biden's fault? Bernie but, supporters should talk about all the all the policies Bernie Sanders has gotten passed. Exactly. Exactly. See, Maxwell's based. This is why I keep you around, Maxwell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let's talk about all the bills Bernie Sanders has written that have passed. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's a short conversation. He's renamed a couple post offices, guys. He truly is just the king of the Senate. I swear. I swear. Celebr- Speaking of which... Celebrity politicians. It's exactly. weird. It's fucking weird, but we have them. It's on the same level as Marjorie Taylor Greene in that in that like one comparison, but it's fucking there. <laughs> so, no, well, the UK has celebrity politicians too, but yeah, I don't know I'm if they got them they from don't. us or if we got it from them. I'm just but, saying that like politicians have that in common with each other. Yeah. In the United States. Yeah, it's, but like Jeremy like Corbyn, being... right? What? Jeremy Corbyn was just British Bernie. And he was he was a dick. I hate Jeremy Corbyn. I will be the first person to say I fucking hated Jeremy Corbyn. He he was just the worst. He was the most fucking anti-Semitic asshole in the world. And they gave him so many free passes for it. Everyone in the British Labour Party gave him like 
or like a lot of the no not not everyone in the british labor party because they eventually voted him out but like a lot of the like on terminally online british labor party supporters were like giving him so many passes right when he was really really saying a lot of anti-semitic shit you know mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of that in recent years i think i think that i truly believe that this generation if you look at like the responses to like october 7th or like even just like before that like the left and the right are going to that they've gone after the jews for years and what led up to the holocaust was both the left and the right working together to invade poland you know so i think we're about to see another issue of of left and right anti-semitism combining and i'm a little bit scared of that because we we should have learned our lesson from 100 years ago but we didn't so i'm a little bit scared of that personally because i can see the reason to be scared yeah like there was another news story i guess you know what fuck the big red button this week we're not doing that because we've got more news stories to talk about this is another serious news show um uh just recently i think it was yesterday um congress had uh, a hearing about anti-semitism on college campuses because they had a hearing uh, about whether or not the U.S. should uh, uh, keep supporting Israel or call for a ceasefire, and the yeah they they can't figure that out right now. I mean, <laughs> well, country, we did have a ceasefire. We did have a cease ceasefire, but look what happened: Hamas violated it. The, like the day after it happened, right. Hamas uh, shot up a bus station and started shooting rockets again. So. so- that means it's okay to uh, go in and... I mean, there was a ceasefire on October 6th, but look what happened on October 7th. Every time there's a ceasefire, Hamas breaks it. So what can you do while there's still Hamas in the country? What I'll, what I'll say is this. What I'll say is this. If Palestine wants peace, they need to get rid of Hamas themselves. They need to work with Israel and they need to get uh, get rid of Hamas themselves. And some of them have reached out to the Israeli government, but there have been like people on the Palestine side who reported those people who reached out to the Israeli government to work together against Hamas. They reported those people to Hamas and got them arrested. So until... That's not their fault. <laughs> but if... But if Palestine can't work with Israel to get rid of Hamas, if Palestine can't say, hey, this is where Hamas is hiding and like feed them this information, you know, Israel's just going to have to keep like hitting targets where they think Hamas are, where Hamas is like launching a rocket on the roof of an apartment building. Israel's going to fire back. But Hamas is using human shields because that's what terrorists do. We've known this for years. The the Irish used human shields. Al Qaeda used human shields. The Taliban used human shields. Well, ISIS just because they shields. do it means it's okay for like no, Hamas governments to okay. like to to actively try to go through the human shields just to get to Hamas. It seems it's like... either that or Hamas just shoots another five thousand rockets in one day, like they did on October seventh, because they how don't have a problem. Did, how many people did they kill? Uh, they killed about 
what was it? I think the numbers are sort of stabilizing out around 1,500 in one day with 5,000 rockets. But if you if you didn't know this about Israel, Israel has uh, like four or five different layers of air defense, right? They have Iron Dome. They have David Sling. They have a couple of other ones. But if they didn't have that, 5,000 rockets in one day, if those all hit, that would have been catastrophic. Like, that would have been hundreds of thousands of people. Right. Or, or at of least course. tens of thousands, right? That, if Hamas is allowed to launch 5,000 rockets in one day, but Israel isn't allowed to launch the same amount back, right? Where is the issue? I, um, I, like, just because well, Israel's better at shooting them down doesn't no, mean the response shouldn't be proportional. I, I, I can't get behind that because that that's just like trying to say, oh, well, the Israelis might as well be terrorists too. If the um, like look at it like this, right? That's kind of what you are saying. <laughs> if by we saying shot if, down the planes if Hamas on 9/11, can do it, <laughs> if we shot down the planes on nine eleven, I I don't think it gives the United States justification to act like terrorists, and they they kind of did. Via the Geneva Conventions, if Israel had actionable intel that it was a military target, if Hamas was using it for military purposes, and there were civilians nearby and the civilians got hit, that's not a war crime. It's the same thing with the nukes in um, in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? You're allowed to bomb a military target, even if there's civilians in it, because it is helping the war effort. Right. And that's the issue is that a lot of these civilian targets are helping the war effort. And that's exact. That's Hamas's playbook. Right. So until we we can't get rid of Hamas without going through the human shields. So it's it's much like, you know, how everyone says in defense of the atomic bombs, if you. Um, like when, when they launched the nukes into Japan, into Hiroshima and Nagasaki, that killed, what was it? 400,000 people, I think was the, was the figure. Um, but think about what we would have had to do if we didn't do that. And we instead did a normal invasion, right? If we invaded the entire, uh, mainland of Japan, how many more people could have died on both sides? right it's i don't like it it's it's not a good position to have to be in but if you have to choose it's better to lose a a comparatively small amount of lives now but if when israel you know like what they're they've sent in soldiers now they're not indiscriminately just going to carpet bomb gaza right if israel wanted to carpet bomb gaza they could do it in an afternoon. Gaza would be a parking lot if they wanted to. In about two or three hours, they could do that. But they're not doing that. They're going through, they're sending in actual soldiers now, and they're getting killed because Israel isn't acting like that. But at the same time, they've been putting up with this shit for 78 years. Or 
wait, what? what is it? It's 2023, 1948, 75 years, right? When is yeah, it going to be enough? I think so. They've been under attack since they were founded. From like the instant the, they were founded. You're saying the Palestinians have been under attack? No, Israel. The first day that Israel was founded, like every single country in the Middle East tried to destroy it. And they fought back and, and Israel won. And they did it again. And Israel won. But they've been under constant attack for years and years and years. And at what point is it going to be okay? And when the first government that was founded in Palestine after Israel was created back in 1948, do you know who they elected as president? What? He was a personal friend of Adolf Hitler. A personal friend. Amin al-Husseini, you can look it up. He was a personal friend of Adolf Hitler. He appeared on Nazi radio stations trying to get uh, Muslims to sign up for the for the Wehrmacht. Right? Bad fucking news. And Palestine voted that to be their president. Right? Like, the entire history of Palestine post-1948 has been... It's not about securing a homeland for, for Palestine. It's not about kicking out illegal settlers it's about hurting jews i don't think that that gives justification to like inhumanely treat an entire civilization of people it's at this point it, i mean well at think this about point it, right? it still is not okay <laughs> there were 160,000 palestinians in 1948 and there are two million now two million now so, so if it's what? like an extermination campaign, the numbers don't support that, right? But at the end of the day, here, here's my thought on this. Here's my thought on this. At the end of the day, if we can't keep Palestine and Israel from fighting each other, if, if there can't be a ceasefire, if there can't be a peace, if they can't stop fighting each other, like... At least Israel didn't side with the Nazis back in 1948. What? Like, what is that? I don't know what something in 1948. If they're going to fight each to... other to the death, if they're going to fight each other to the death, then I mean, at least Israel's nice to gay people. You know, at least Israel isn't doing shit. Are they? The yes. Are they... <laughs> yeah, they're nicer than Palestine is. I mean, yeah. To gay people. Okay, you're right. Yeah. But I do, like, this is such a, like a, I don't think it's a great metric. I'm not sure they can ever stop fighting. But I don't want the Jews to be wiped out from the entire planet. And as we've seen recently, uh, anti-Semitic hate crimes have gone up all over the world, especially here. They've gone up like 300% here. Of like, course, that's not good. Yeah, I, get that. I don't think there's any but I don't place think, Jews can be safe in the world. I don't think killing more Palestinian civilians like addresses that. Unless Palestine can get Hamas out themselves, then Israel's going to have to keep invading and bombing and doing that sort of thing until Hamas is gone. Because if they don't, they can't just sit there and take it. They can't just sit there and like... If 
if there is another ceasefire, Hamas will just launch rockets into Israel the next day, right? Like, if, if Israel just stops shooting at Gaza, right, this could all end if Hamas lets the hostages go and surrenders. But remember, they still have 138 is the number. Sorry, excuse me, today. I, I They have 138 hostages still. If Hamas released all of them and surrendered and stopped shooting, this would be over. But they won't. They won't. And did you did you read about what they did to the hostages who were released? They did no. a they did a, a hearing and like a medical exam on some of the hostages that were released. The Palestinians, uh, Hamas gave them clonopan to uh, uh, make them look happy. They sedated them uh, to make them look happy on video when they were being released. It was a propaganda tool. They fucking drugged them, man. Like, I, mean, I don't think yeah, it's not okay. I think people should know about that, but I don't think people should like connect like the death of civilians with like justification. It just that it does not add up. It doesn't add up to either side, and I, <laughs> you know, I just because like one organization is a terrorist group and they do it does not mean oh well that'll just but they're not a terrorist group they were legitimately elected by palestine i'm talking about oh you mean hamas's yes they were back in 2005 palestine voted for that that's what they wanted that is a as close to a legitimate government as palestine has right now is that like a good enough is that a good enough justification to judge the entire country? I mean, we had a certain president recently elected. Do you think that the entire country should be judged? If you shot 5,000 rockets into Canada and started a war with them, yeah. Yeah, I would. I would think that. I think they would be engaged. I think they would be absolutely uh, even if, even if, even if, like, and a literal majority of the country did not vote for this guy who did that, you would judge the entire country for those actions. If the military and of not, our country and not the person who was put in charge, if we didn't take you steps can't, to get rid of him, you you can't dis you can't distinguish between the two. I just is that what you're saying to me? If the U.S. military used human shields and a sizable amount of our civilians were in support of Donald Trump and they and Donald Trump launched 5,000 rockets into Canada in one day and started a war with them, I would say, yes, they would be engaged to use lethal force against us, 100%. If we started an illegal war and we had a, a, a peace agreement beforehand, yes. 100%. If Donald Trump went to war with the members of NATO, 100% they would be justified in bombing the shit out of us. 100%. If we started by if if we sent like a fucking uh ICBM into fucking Toronto, they absolutely would have justification to blow up New York City, LA, Las Vegas, Chicago, Milwaukee, fucking but fuck Idaho. 100% they would have justification to do that. Because 
that's what happens when you start an illegal war. Talk shit, get hit. That's the that's the rule. That's the rule is fuck around and find out. Palestine did the fuck around and now they have to find out. But there was back in, in I, I still I still I still do not see how an entire civilization of people can be held responsible for the people in power. If they want to uh fight back against the people in power, I'm sure Like honestly, I mean think about it. Most of these people don't have like the option to move out of Palestine. They literally no, don't. But they have the option to go to what, the IDF. What, what what wait wait wait. Are you trying to say that they're going to like you know, amass and revolt against their own government? You say it should be they their could. own responsibility to do that. Uh, they've people have done it before. The U.S. government did that. Iran did that, for better or worse. Shut up, dog. Uh, I Iran had a successful revolution, where they went up against the government, a, a government with a modern military too, and they won. It was back in 1979. They did it. They won. You know, so. It's possible. It is entirely possible for the people of Palestine to rise up and get rid of Hamas. Or, if they want to, they could probably go to the border with Israel and say, hey, I have information about where Hamas is, and I'm sure the, uh, the Israeli government would like to know that, and they would like to work with them. So, there are plenty of options for people in Palestine to go and help liberate their homeland from Hamas. But not a lot of them do that. There was one march back in like 2019 where it was people where it was Palestinian people actually protesting against Hamas and Hamas brutally struck them down, right? That's the government they voted for. So if they want to I still have peace, no it like it doesn't matter everything they do you still you still blame the people more than you blame the government how does I that do make blame sense hamas. i do blame well what can we do about hamas but like but blame up, the but people who put hamas in power i'm i'm not so here's what i'm saying right we all know hamas is bad like like that what i'm saying there is like there's no like argument about that like we can all agree with that but what i'm saying is if palestine if the palestinian people really don't like Hamas, then there is more they could be doing to help get rid of them. And I think what? Hamas is the biggest. What can they the do? No, really. What What are you asking the civilians in uh, a country run by terrorists to do? More. The same thing that the Iranians did. The same thing that we did. The same thing that the Haitians did revolution how are they going to do that when you know the people who are seeming to fight for that cause are killing them because they haven't decided to you think they'd be grateful (laughs) yeah it's the same thing as the fucking french and indian war right you know the the united states was mostly fighting for itself and Breton sent like a few troops here, but it was mostly the British fight or the, the British colonists, AKA the Americans fighting the French. 
But you know what we did not fucking 10 years later is we fucking sided with the French against the British. So there is precedent for that. If the, um, if the people of Palestine want peace with Israel, Hamas is the biggest obstacle. Not Israel. I agree that the, the Israeli government is um, like a problem. Like, I don't like their, their prime minister. Nobody likes him. But even under a different government, there had to be a response for October 7th. Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, the photos and the videos and the testimony that's been coming out about that. I mean, I understand. I do. There has to be a response. Of course. I get that. But the the response should directly be against the people responsible. But what if the people responsible are hiding under to- under hospitals in tunnels? What do you do? Well, I, I, I would still try to find, I mean, I get it. War is tricky, you know, especially there's not a humane, there's not a human, like, it's rarely that you find a humane decision. I get it. It's like, so there's a reason why we didn't win Vietnam. How how much of it is necessary? (laughs) You know, uh, until Hamas is gone. Or at least until the fucking hostages are back. But I know some people in Israel and some people in the world are just like, you know what? We've been doing ceasefires and peace treaties and like proposed two-state solutions because they have put out a a proposed two-state solution before and Palestine didn't agree to it. They said, all right, you can have like these areas, you know, Palestine can have all of this, you can have all that. And Palestine didn't agree to it. It was Israel's proposed solution. Palestine didn't agree to it. They just said, nope, from the river to the sea. From the river to the sea, that's what they said. So, at the end of the day, that there can be no ceasefire until Hamas is gone. But I think when Hamas is gone, and when the current government of Israel is gone, when there's like a new prime minister who's a little bit more moderate, I think if you got rid of Hamas and you installed a new Palestinian government, maybe you could work to achieve some peace talks. But I also don't think that the people of Palestine are all that unwilling to get rid of Hamas. I think they're perfectly willing to be used as human shields because they hate Israel that much. That's such and a that's such a low way of thinking of people. They really hate Jews there a lot of Palestinians and a lot of Muslims really, really, really hate Jews. It is a racial thing. They do not like them. It is not about Zionism. It's not about Israel. It is about they do not like the Jewish people. And they never have. From the 1,400 years that Islam has been around, they have never liked Jews. So I don't think that there can be, I I don't have a lot of faith that there can be peace because of just how anti-Semitic Islam is and how uh, 
Israel has been treated over the last like 2000 years, you know, from, from the very beginning when they were forced out to begin with in the, uh, in the diaspora, right. Ever since then, you know, Britain expelled all the Jews, you know, there's been anti-Semitism in Europe. Uh, America had a lot of anti-Semitic things. Um, uh, there's actually a statue of, uh, what is it? Uh, General Stuyvesant. He was, he was Dutch and he said, we're not going to let any, uh, Jews into, uh, New Amsterdam, right? There's been anti-Semitism for years and years and years. And so I think that the Jews are so hard headed to make sure that they don't get wiped out and Islam is so anti-Semitic that I don't know if there can be peace in Middle East, but I know that Israel is sure a hell of a lot more invested in peace than Palestine and Hamas are. That's, that's my piece. That's what I'll say. Okay. I, I don't have enough of the information to create a rebuttal, but I, 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 tr- I try to consider, you know, that the the feelings of two million people might be, I don't know, a little more than what we can make them out to be. I, I just hope that they can that Hamas can be gotten rid of one way or another. I think that's all you can pray for at this point. Yeah, and I, I mean, think that's the best I have way to. No, be. I have no sympathy for Hamas easily. Yeah, and I just hope that they're that Palestine can be like, okay, they're using us as human shields. This isn't okay. We should get rid of them. And I think, I think that it, I think the best way to achieve, um, like peace between two groups is to give them someone else to hate. Right? You know how Britain and France always fucked with each other for hundreds of, literally for a 100 year long war. But whenever anyone tries to invade France or, or, or Britain, uh, the, the other one will come to their defense and be like, nobody gets to fucking kill the UK, but me, or nobody gets to kill France, but me. Right. I think if you can give Israel and Hamas, another group to, or Israel and Palestine, another group to hate or someone to blame shit on, that's how you get their peace. Give them a scapegoat. And I think Hamas is that scapegoat. So that's, that's the plan that there you go. Okay. Um, Or ISIS maybe. Sure. Why not? ISIS. Same thing, basically, you know? So that's, that's what should be happening, but neither, neither side wants to come to the table and talk about that. And I don't think Israel, I don't think the current government of Israel wants that. I think they're okay with fighting Hamas conventionally because they've had enough rather than they want to encourage the Palestinians to get rid of them. I think they're a little impatient to get rid of them. That's my thought process. And that's why I don't like uh, Netanyahu. I think he should be voted out next election. So that's my, that's my reasoning. Yeah. And for- maybe if he does stay in power, you don't blame all Israel Israelis for that, you know? Exactly. But as long as 
there is going as long as there is an Israel and a Palestine, I think there will be at least a little bit of dislike between the groups, you know? You know, like there's just going to be a lot of in-group bias and out-group uh out-group distrust. So just work to you know uh again, find a common enemy. That's the, that's the best way to make two two groups, two people, two anything come together is give them someone else to hate. And I think we should probably end the podcast there because Jesus Christ, this one's long. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would like to thank uh, uh, Justin Connor for your, uh, being uh, such a committed patron. Uh, I believe this month is, what is it? Month 16? I I I think so. So I we we really want to uh uh say thank you. We really appreciate your patronage. Um uh we would also really appreciate it if you guys went over there and signed up. Patreon.com slash IIHS podcast. Uh for three dollars you get shout out the end of every episode. If you pay five dollars and you join our influential and successful tier, you get early ad-free access to all of these episodes and you get access to our movie commentaries, which we should be doing a lot more of now that uh, classes are coming to an end. So we should be able to uh, uh, put a few more of those out. Uh, hopefully uh, some over the Christmas season. So keep an eye out for those. But uh, yeah, I would also recommend you follow our social media. We are at IIHS Podcast on Instagram, Threads, Twitter, and YouTube. So head on over there if you want any updates, uh, topic suggestions, Q&A, that sort of thing. Also known as X. No, shut up. We're not calling it that. We're not calling it that. It, that is not its name. It is Twitter. It's still it's still on Twitter.com, by the way. So it is Twitter. So well, I guess fucking, I guess I guess a billionaire still couldn't fix that. He still he still can't afford the domain of X.com. So uh, I, I'm sure somebody... that's pretty- so a private citizen still gets to own that. Either that or I'm sure it's a porn website. I'm sure it's a porn website. But yeah, x.com is is not what it's on. It's on twitter.com. So it's Twitter. So follow us on Twitter at IIHS podcast. Fuck you, Elon. Did you hear about him saying go fuck yourself to the people who like pulled yeah. their advertising off Twitter? Yeah, yeah that was so stupid. I, I can't wait to see how that goes. We'll probably talk more about that next week because we're going to be... I assume that now that the fourth financial quarter is coming to an end, we'll be seeing a lot of shit about uh, Twitter going downhill. So can't wait to see that. But uh, yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that next week. Uh, thank you very much for uh, watching. My name is Kale. I have been incredibly influential. And my name is Maxwell. And I've been highly successful. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.